Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. On Palm Sunday, we get the opportunity to hear two different Gospels, the story of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem, and then obviously Matthew's passion narrative. We're going to hear the passion narrative from John on Good Friday, so I want to take the opportunity tonight to preach on the entry into Jerusalem, what begins this whole week, what the Eastern Rite Catholics they call the week of the bridegroom, the week where the Lord, like the grapes in Gethsemane, is being squeezed to let all of the glory come out. Jesus said this to the disciples, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find an ass tethered and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them here to me. And if anyone should say anything to you, reply, the master has need of them. The master has need of them. Let's be reminded who we're talking about, who is speaking right here. We're talking about the one who is the author and sustainer and creator of everything. The God who banged out the Big Bang. The God who spoke and worlds came forth like breath from his mouth. We're talking about the God who in Genesis 1.16, after making the two great lights, the one to govern the day, the sun, and the lesser light to govern the night, the moon, says that he just offhandedly made the stars also. The trillions upon trillions, upon trillions, upon trillions of other stars and other galaxies and worlds beyond description. Like the one who's talking right here in this gospel is God from God, light from light, true God from true God. The one who is begotten, not made before the foundation of the world. Like the one who at a certain point focused his mind and his heart and his attention and energy on this one little corner in the vast cosmos and said to this one little rock called earth, let there be life. And there is life. We're talking about the one who is the sculptor of every snowflake. Annually, 27 sextillion snowflakes fall. And he's carved everyone. That's who we're talking about. The one who knows every flight of every insect that's ever lived. He knows every curve of every wave. That's who we're talking about. He's the one who holds every atom and being, the one who looks at everything that is and says, mine. That one who's speaking, today he paused before he enters into the holy city, his holy city, mind you, Jerusalem, and in this pause, he expresses that he has need of something. Like, it's beyond our capacity to even comprehend this condescension of epic proportions, the utter humility of our God who who lowers himself to such a degree as to need something. Like, he needs an aspect of creation. That's what this whole Holy Week begins with. I need something. I need a colt to ride on. But here's the thing. 
This, this is what he's done from the beginning of the story, that this is not something new. It is extraordinary. It's absurd. It's beyond imagining, but it's not something new. From the very first pages of Genesis, he looks at the mud of the earth and says to the mud, I need you. As he reaches down to sculpt the man and he looks at the flesh of the man's side and says, I need you. And from the flesh of his side, he forms and fashions the bride, Eve. And then after the fall, in Genesis 3, humanity was exiled from the garden, exiled from paradise. And he was looking for someone, somewhere, who would be open, someone who would be trusting, someone with whom he could begin the project of restoration again. And he found Abram and Abram's wife, Sarai, a couple who was well beyond childbearing years. And surprisingly, he said to them, I need you to be the fertile soil out of which I will grow my garden. You will be the fertile soil into which I will plant the seed of my promise. And as ages passed in Israel's history, their descendants multiplied. And then the God who needed nothing, he looked at the plight of his people enslaved in Egypt. And he says to Moses, I need you. I need you to go to Pharaoh. I need you to be my instrument. I need you to be my spokesman, my general, to lead them out of this place of slavery. And he did. And as they leave Egypt, they're coming to the shore of the Red Sea, and they've got the Egyptian army barreling down behind them. They've got the Red Sea in front of them. And he says again to Moses, I need you to step forward and to raise your staff, stretching it out over the water, and I will cut the water in two. Do you really suppose he needed him to raise his staff? But that's what he did, and that's how it happened. And as they settle into the promised land, again, God who is bound by nothing, obligated by nothing, confined by nothing, who needs nothing, bound himself to this people and limited himself and imprisoned himself almost within the confines of the temple, telling Solomon, I need you to build a house for me to dwell in. And then after long, long centuries of suffering and waiting and hoping and pining for redemption, he said to Gabriel, I need you to go to Nazareth. And then heaven bends the knee before this young maiden of Nazareth and says to her, God says to her, I need you to give me your yes, to give me your womb, to give me your nature. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And then after 33 years, 33 years growing up, living in Nazareth, living in Galilee, God depending on water and food and air and soil and earth and sun and crops and everything that he had made, he came to Jerusalem, prepared to plunge into his passion, and he says, I need a donkey, a colt on which to ride. He doesn't choose a stallion. He doesn't choose a horse that's mighty. He chooses a donkey that has never been ridden. What does the psalm or the song say in the hymn to the Philippians? Christ Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not deem equality with God something to be grasped at. Rather, he emptied himself 
and took the form of a slave coming in human likeness and found in human appearance, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Like the same Jesus, the same Jesus who chose to need his mother's womb in which to grow, who chose to need her breasts from which to nurse, the same Jesus who chose to need Joseph's protection and the fruit of Nazareth's fields and the water from her streams, the same Jesus who needed this donkey that we just heard in this gospel. Again, though he needs nothing, he looks at you and he looks at me at the start of this Holy Week and he says the same thing. I need you. The master has need of you. And we are right to ask, we ought to ask, Lord, for what? And he would say this, to receive me, to welcome me, to welcome the gift of redemption, to be fertile soil, to stay awake, to be a place where I would be welcomed, to let yourself be saved. I need you, he would say, I need you to slow down. I need you to spend these days differently. I need you to let yourself be affected. I need you to really hear me. I need you to really see me. I need you to open your heart so that this, this gushing river of mercy that came forth from my pierced heart upon the cross, that this river would have somewhere to go. I'm a savior. I need people to save. I need this to go somewhere. I need you to enter in with me. I need you to let me enter in with you. And if you do that, then your whole life will become my donkey. <laughs> your whole life will be the way in which I ride into the world. But for right now, this moment, this week, I just need you to be open and I need you to be still and I need you to be attentive because this is how I save you. But it's only if you let me save you. Friends, it doesn't matter at this point what your Lent looked like. It doesn't matter how successful or unsuccessful you were. At this point, there's only one thing to do, and it's to stay awake, to be attentive, to let this story land in you, to pass these days differently. He needs you. He needs me. Amen.